Emerging writers, welcome. We're so glad to have you join us as we continue to explore the romance genre this month. My name is Stephanie, and I'm joined by my best friend Kayla and my sister Jordan. Hello. Hi. Today we'll be looking at chemistry in romance novels and how to make them feel real. Who wants to get us started? So, all typical romance novels start by introducing the main character, and sometimes if they're alternating perspective, the romantic lead, and then very quick into the novel, the characters meet. Mm-hmm. So the first meeting, I feel like, is important because it sets the tone of how the rest of the chemistry and romance will go. And as we discussed in the overview episode, soulmates or love at first sight are not our favorites here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah, I feel like right away you're going to set up, like, if it's going to be an enemies to lovers thing, there will mm-hmm. be some awful Ooh. interaction right yeah, away. And like, they're like, that jerk. crash into each other and one of them will say something snippy because they're stressed out and be like, oh, they're the worst. But so hot. <laughs> they're yeah. the worst, but so sexy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at his biceps, but also what a jerk. Oh, <laughs> I hate that I think he's hot. <laughs> And then, of course, they're going to bump into each other again in a semi-unrealistic way, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially in large cities where you're like, really, would you ever see that person again, though? <laughs> right? Is Boston that small? You're actually accidentally <laughs> neighbors? What? <laughs> what? How did you literally never notice each other before? Right? <laughs> no kidding. Usually that stuff will happen while some secondary plot unfolds that is like... We need to give this some sort of substance other than these two characters. Otherwise, nothing will be happening the whole time. Typically with the secondary plot, if there's another subgenre within the book, that's what will come into play, like Mm -hmm. fantasy, sci-fi, mystery. Or if it's a straight-up romance, it'll be more of a mundane subplot, like they're starting a business or something's happening with their family. Looking to get promoted at their job, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And then... Eventually, your characters get together. Yeah, they start hooking up, mm-hmm. either in PG ways or in R-rated ways, depending on your book. Yeah, depending <laughs> on your level of, of steam. And they'll, you know, start building up, and then something will happen, and it'll break them up, and they'll be mad at each other, and they can't ever be together again. And then they'll get over it, and they'll be together by the end of the book. Yeah, happily ever after, woo! <laughs> mm-hmm. Or the alternative to being angry is that they'll have to give up their love because their lives just won't work out. And then both of the characters are mopey and sad Mm -hmm. until finally love conquers all and they find a way to achieve the secondary plot and still be together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Laying it out like that. (laughs) I'm a little embarrassed that it's my favorite, but But I love it so much. I love when they meet for the second time in a just completely unrealistic way. And I'm like, of course you hired his sister. Of course he's your doctor or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> of course he's also going after the crystal that will save the world. <laughs> whatever it is. And I love when they first start to get together and it's like, ooh, you're going to kiss here now? It's never a realistic place or time for a first kiss. No. 
And it's always way too hot. Way too hot. Like, his lips just melted my mouth. <laughs> Which sounds terrible, right? by the way. Those, like... Okay, so I know that there's good ways to deal with uh, some of those more bodily mm-hmm. interactions than others, but I feel like kissing and stuff like that is always weirdly described. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing, and instead of saying that they're just sexually aroused, they're like, and I'm on fire, and then go into a lot of description of how they're on fire. <laughs> Wherever their fingers touch, it sets their skin ablaze. <laughs> My loins are burning. Oh, god! Like, I've read that before. Oh, Go to gosh. the doctor, please. It means you have an STI. I'm like, they shouldn't burn. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Get some medication. <laughs> oh. Gosh, that's so true. Something I've noticed is a lot of those weird, like, surprise kisses or if someone's saying something they don't like they're just gonna shut them they're up with a kiss argument and she's yelling at him because he was doing something wrong and then he just kisses her to shut her up and then they just start making out right oh it's i would like, lose it i would I'd be lose so my mind mad. <laughs> i'd be like no i am gonna finish this you put your lips away <laughs> how dare you interrupt me <laughs> with your mouth no less but it's always super hot yeah. Oh, hot. It totally overshadows whatever the huge drama that made you scream was. Yeah, it's it's good to uh, put down her feelings. They're not important. <laughs> yes. You need to remind her that she's overreacting always <laughs> and just shut her up Ugh. with something hot like a kiss. <laughs> I think there is something to be said for like a tremendous amount of emotion, whatever that emotion is. Also translating into, like, funneling those emotions into your relationship. But it's not very healthy. Yeah. (laughs) It should not be the way your ideal romance goes. (laughs) Is, like, all of your grief and sadness being funneled into, like, I'm just going to, like, really focus on how much I love this person. And we're going to have sex right now. Or your anger. Or your anything. Yeah, angry sex. I don't know about that. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that definitely either is unrealistically written or written too realistically, and then it gets a little bit touchy, and uh, there can be a problem there. There's a lot of sex-specific tropes within romance genres that are pretty weird, and I would say I can't think of a single one that's positive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a weird place to be, like... Somehow those uh, virginal women, there's this huge focus on like taking someone's virginity and hymens and breaking them and blood. And it's so... Yeah, that is such an old misconception about women. The idea that like they're supposed to bleed the first time they have sex. It's supposed to just tear you apart inside. And you're like, just like that's, you're doing it wrong, buddy. (laughs) There's a weird focus, too, on romances where the women being virginal is so desirable. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, I, I don't know if I would, like, go out of my way to be, like, extra turned on because the person I'm with doesn't have experience. Like, I don't think it's a negative, but I don't think it's really, like, this huge positive either. Yeah. Y'all, 
they're going to be so fumbly and not know what they're doing. <laughs> so, and I mean, there's that. There's that negative. And then there's the flip side where the guy is always just this sex god who knows exactly how to please a woman and he knows what he's doing and he's pleased all the women. And this virgin is like, yeah, cool. This is I great. I didn't even know this about my body, <laughs> which I feel like is just setting women up for failure because that's not what the world's going to be. You're going to find a man probably more than likely who has zero idea what to do with your body yeah. and you're going to leave disappointed. <laughs> Like, you have to figure that stuff out yourself. Like, this guy's not going to come up and know how to, like, do anything to you if you don't already know it yourself. The only time I can kind of get into the idea of one of the romantic leads being, like, a sex god is if they're immortal in a paranormal romance. (laughs) Then I'm like, fine, fine. But there's something else the matter with you being interested in this (laughs) 17-year-old. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, you're so old. This is gross. (laughs) But if he's just this, like, 20-year-old dude and he's like, I will. I can't even finish it. You're like, I can't go there because it's ridiculous. I know what I'm doing. Gosh. Yeah. There's also sex in like specific tropey places, like in the car, which is like a, what is it, an 80s or 60s thing? I feel like 80s. 80s? There's a lot of like 80s. Go parking. Yeah. Yeah. It's 80s. Maybe it's 60s too. I don't know. Ever since cars, I guess, people have just been shagging in the back. Yeah. From personal experience, it is not easy and not all that fun, so I don't understand. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, guys. It's not made for that. Nope. You're supposed to sit upright in your own seat by yourself. Gosh, right? Like, <laughs> And somehow it's always the girl climbing on the guy who's driving slaps. Like, yes, there's a steering wheel there. <gasps> okay. I mean the one in the driver's seat. There's a steering wheel. There's a stick shift, oh. maybe. There's... <laughs> Why would they not get in the back? What yeah. sort of car sex are you reading? Yeah, I think they always kinds. get in the back. Mm. Well, maybe I've been reading weird things. I can I kind of believe that they have sex in the back, but not in the passenger like, or front seat. Right in front of the window? And her butt's going to hit the horn the whole right? time? <laughs> I don't know. I Who's think people writing are thinking this? about the logistics of a car when they write that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, or another place people have weird sex is elevators, <laughs> which is a weird one for me. I'm like, yes, this. That's a quickie. Yeah. That's a, a real quickie. <laughs> That's the kind of quickie that men are ashamed of. That just <laughs> right? reminds me of Grey's Anatomy where everyone makes out in every elevator. Right. And they're just like, let me hit the emergency stop. I'm like, well, you're not supposed to do that. This is your place of work. <laughs> Yeah, yikes, guys, especially a hospital. I kind of want you guys to do your job, please. <laughs> oh. So uh, what? what's also really funny and annoying is the idea of, like, simultaneous orgasms, like, coming together. Mm-hmm. You're just like, ah, there's a thing that will not happen. No. Gosh, especially not on this virgin's first time. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's one that... It always feels so odd to me, and it gets written so often, and I'm like, oh, okay. That's not easily achieved, so I don't know why it's a trope right now. (laughs) That's not how it has to work. (laughs) I think there's also, like, weird buildups to the sex. Like, it feels weirdly paced 
Sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes it makes sense if it's written into the character where, like, there's a, a hookup culture or something and they're just interested in, like, hooking up with this person for a little bit. But even in stories where the characters to us are portrayed in a way where they're like, I take this very seriously and I want this to be, like, a committed relationship, whatever, and then they end up, like, moving on to the physical stuff really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And not that it's not realistic for people to do that if you put yourself in situations where sex can happen even if you don't want it to. It's very easy to happen if you're attracted to someone. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It just feels like it's always written kind of weird. Like it's so much passion. Mustard out of like nowhere. (laughs) I also find it really weird where a lot of the romance books I've read that start as a hookup is uh, there's no foreplay. That doesn't exist. It's like we're making out and now we're in the room where we're going to have sex and then he's inside me. And I'm like, ooh, no. Like that's that's not how that works. (laughs) Yeah, I think they focus too on stories like that. They focus too much on the sexual attraction and not on the chemistry with personalities between characters. Mm -hmm. And then in that case... To me, anyway, it feels like it's taking it away from a romance, which is supposed to be focusing on emotions Mm -hmm. and uh, personalities and chemistry, and it turns it more into, like, uh, publishable porn. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, which there's nothing wrong with, but... But if you sign up for one thing, that's what you expect. Mm. Yeah. But I guess you can usually tell by the covers of the books. So there's that. <laughs> if there's a mostly naked man with bulging muscles everywhere. It's probably going to have a lot of sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah chemistry can be just kind of weird mm-hmm. to try and portray mm-hmm. when uh, you focus a lot on the sex aspects. I think there's so much about making chemistry believable that's just building the right characters for the other character. Yeah. That it's very hit or miss. And then there's also the problem of pacing the sexuality and the physical intimacy. Yeah. I think sometimes people want to write a specific type of character and then want to pair them with a specific type of character and don't necessarily think about whether realistically those characters would ever actually get along and like work together. Yeah. I think when you do that, you have a very strong chance of starting to get people written very out of character and doing things that don't make sense. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Or conceding to life that that character would never live. I find that a lot in romance is that the end wrap up is one character gets their dream life and the other just has to give up on whatever their goals or ambitions were with marriage, children, mm-hmm. sexuality, partners, etc. But it's okay because they're in love and they've found the right person. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think that chemistry can be a really difficult thing to get right. But when characters get along and that pacing is handled really well to where you can feel the relationship building over time. And um, I know that, like, Jordan, you don't like slow burns, mm-hmm. but there is even something just, to be even said just for dragging them, it out at the right pace of, mm-hmm. oh, I can feel this progressing and I have something to look forward to and invest my time in. And mm-hmm. it's just really rewarding when that happens. Yeah, I don't have any problem with a story where, you know, there's not sex right away and it waits towards the end of the book. Like, it's okay if there's not multiple scenes. It's okay if it's drawn out well and they do a good job of building up the it's intimacy. It's okay for it to be a reward at the end of the book. Yeah. Like, I got through this story and now I get my sex scene. 
Yeah. I think that makes more sense when it's a multiple uh, book series, too, is, like, make the romance a little bit more drawn out. Yeah, I agree with that. But sometimes those tropes kind of get in the way, depending on, like, which ones are used and whether they actually made sense for the story or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. Well, uh, what are some poor trope choices that turn you guys off from a story? Let us know on our Facebook group, Writers Emerging, or follow us on Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitter. Links, as always, are in the description. And we look forward to seeing you guys next week as we delve more into the sexier bits of romance.